Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my wonderful wife, Jolene, with another episode of The Marriage Mentor. So I'll start out with one from Courtney. Do you have any advice on rebuilding after an emotional affair? My husband of five years very recently had been having one for about three months. I have brought it up to him, and from that talk, I have learned of several things that I need to work on and be better at for him. The same for him. It was a great talk and a wake-up call for both of us. However, he is very bitter and unhappy. I have read mostly all of your posts, and you give the most amazing advice. I have taken a lot of what I have read from your blog, and I feel like it will really help me be a better wife. But I only see it helping me. I feel like he has already written me off and is only coming home to our two young children. I feel like I'm treading water and becoming very, very tired. Can you throw me a life jacket? Oh, sweet Courtney, my heart breaks for you. Okay, well, a few things. Praise God that he saw the error of his ways and you saw ways to improve your marriage and that and you guys had the talk. So that right there is a huge, huge blessing in itself. Um, and that he has chosen to remain um, faithful to you and coming home, even if it is to just your two young children at this point. But I know that in a wife's heart, no wife wants to feel that she's competing with another woman. So I do hear your pain in all of that. Um, but I do see um, him taking the right steps. So he's got a battle going on right now. He, um, in, in the letter that, that Courtney had sent over for you that are listening in, um, Courtney and her husband are believers. They are followers of Jesus. So this man has taken the right steps to be right with God and to be right with his wife and to parent his children. Um, and sometimes when we take the right step in obedience, our flesh is having a hard time with that. So I, that, I believe that's where your man is today. Um, the feelings of his flesh have not followed. And it's really easy in marriage to lose the um, the sparkle and the, the newness that you once had. And obviously he had that with the other woman in an emotional way. So um, I would just kind of keep asking him questions about what you could do to be a better wife. And if he kind of brushes you off, that's his deal. Uh, you cannot force someone um, to to love you and to be committed to you. Um, but again, he's making the right steps. So to me, it sounds like you're on the right path, but I know that your heart is to want restoration immediately. And I think you just need to let God work a little bit in your marriage and in his heart, first, first and foremost right now. So before you go further, what is an emotional affair? Well, he's gotten emotionally attached to another woman. That woman has made his heart skip a beat. And it could be several reasons. And as Courtney pointed out, she saw some things that they weren't doing in their marriage, but they were able to, hey, let's stop it now before it goes any further. So he's got to wrestle with the fact that he went down a path that he shouldn't have gone down. He's got to wrestle with the fact that, oh, I didn't come to my wife earlier and say, I'm not maybe getting my emotional needs filled by you, or he should have gone to the Lord on those things. So as a wife, you cannot be his savior and he can't be yours, but I think you're on the right track. 
don't let your marriage and this emotional affair become an idol in your life. You keep pleasing the Lord in, in your walk. And, and, and Peter talks about, you know, you win him over with your conduct. And I know that he's saved, but keep doing the right godly things as a wife. Keep pleasing the Lord in your attitude and your love for your man. If there's ways that he doesn't feel that he's getting your emotional support, go talk to him and ask him about it. But if he's, if he's bitter and unhappy, that's, that's kind of on him because I hear that your heart is to restore the marriage. It is, but let's get down to brass tacks. What can she practically do to restore that marriage? Obviously, she, she has no physical control over his emotions. Right. But what can she do as a wife and from a biblical standpoint and from experience standpoint, what can she do? Well, I would just flat out ask him, hey, what can I do to capture your heart again? You know, or if you're not ready to go that path, because I know that you're laying out your vulnerabilities there, what you could do is kind of go back to the time that you guys were dating. What was it that you did that that caught his heart and captured his heart to begin with? You know, was it that you spoke highly of him? Was that you were really attentive to him, very respectful of him? What also is his love language? I mean, if it's to be words of affirmation, do you need to speak that more into him or is it to be served? All those things you have to really ask yourself and, and maybe find out from your man what, what it is that makes him feel loved and, and pursue those things. And if he has an issue with it, he doesn't want to receive it. That's really on him. Okay. Well, and let me just add, when we were early on married, there was, there was a gentleman who kind of poked fun at marriage. And then he looked at you and he said, that's not going to work. You're his gal. That's right. That's okay? right. So what was he saying in that? He, he knew that my loyalty and allegiance and my admiration and it went to my husband. That it's just like, I don't care how many men were in the room that may have been checking me out or thought this of me. It's just like, I'm not interested in what they have to say because I'm my husband's gal. So he saw the respect that you gave he me. He saw the respect. He saw that, you know, when, when Eric walked into the room, I'd light up. Or And I still try and practice that today, 15 years later. I mean, even in the mundane. I mean, the mundane's there. But then the more you work at that, the easier it becomes after many years of marriage. So I would go back to that. I mean, you can look at any engaged couple. My niece is about to get married in a few weeks now. And, you know, it's all over Facebook that she can't wait to be married to this guy. And I just, you know, I love to see engaged couples because that's beautiful to see. But the sad thing is they stop doing that because life interrupts. And she's like, don't stop doing that. Go sit on his lap. I sit on my husband's lap all the time. I ask him to remove his computer, his laptop, and he might be watching a TV show. And I'll go sit on his lap, not because I have no place to sit in the house, but because I'm acting like his, his girl and his wife. Okay, so let me address that from a man's standpoint. Number one, if she compliments and shows him respect in public, huge, huge, huge thing for a guy. Right. Number two, if she takes interest in things that he's interested in. Absolutely. Because, because he wants a friend. He does. And, he does. And even if you're not interested in golf or boxing or football or whatever, if you took an active role in that, he would feel different about you. Yes. And, and you probably did that before you were married. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure, you know, every gal in some way has, has done that before marriage. One of my husband's love languages is to be served. And I'm thinking, Lord, could you have not given him a different one? Because I've got chronic fatigue that I deal with. And the last thing I want to do is physically serve on, you know, a regular basis and put great effort into it. 
but I know that that's how he feels loved. I know one of his favorite desserts is lemon lemon pudding. Now it's not my cup of tea or, or to make custard. Those are not my deals, but it's his. And so when I, when I go to the effort to make those, I mean, to him, he just feels so loved. So figure out what it is that makes your man, you know, just stand a little bit taller and pour those things into him. And if he doesn't receive it, he still has a hardened heart towards you. That's on him. Keep your eyes on the Lord in the midst of all this and, and just try and pour into him as much as possible. But over time. Over time. Over time. So be patient. Be patient and know that you doing these things, get your strength from the Lord because to do it in your own fleshly strength, you will feel like you're drowning. And I think that's where you are today. So you, you just got to run to the Lord on that and know that you're not going to be perfect and all that. And if he ultimately has an issue and walks away and you're trying the best that you can, that again, that's on him. So don't allow Satan to condemn you and all that. Hey, I know we've taken a lot of time. I just want to add one more thing. And going back to the respect in public. In the church and in the, and in the world, it's really fun to poke at marriage and make fun of marriage and right, make fun right. of your husband, make fun of your wife. One thing you never did was do that. No. And so I'm standing amongst men or women and I'm the proudest guy there because you would never, you would never disrespect me. And as a matter of fact, you made a point of showing me that respect in front of everyone and and even putting down the uh, the jokes and that sort of thing. So huge, huge. Well, it for a brings man. dishonor to the Lord, and I think that that's what wives forget. Is yes, in our culture and even in our church, it's funny to make those jokes. But ultimately, what you're doing is you're just helping Satan destroy the marriage. And anyway, so my my heart for you, Courtney, and, and for any woman that's in this situation is. You walk in a way that pleases the Lord and figure out how best your husband feels most loved and connect with him emotionally and do those things and, and just give the Lord time. So until then, live a poured out life for Christ. I'm Jolene Engel at JoleneEngel.com.